All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to another Pro Football Doc podcast, a special one. Midterms, not talking elections, midterms for the football season. Uh, finished coming out of week nine. No Monday night game yet. We're, the, we're Monday morning here. But this is the halfway mark because it's now, uh, you know, 18-week season with 17 games. So nine weeks is the midpoint. So we'll do some special things here. Um, so uh, we'll do the usual, the rundown, the hiding behind health. We'll end with the beast of the week. But maybe we'll do a little midterm summary of our uh, – futures uh picks that Absolutely. we've had and let's see how we're doing <laughs> I, I have a feeling we're doing well on some and eh, of course there's some that are not but overall i think we're going to be okay i there. think we're doing okay yeah. yeah um all right let's get to it jacob taylor's here justin's in the background somewhere and we do have uh tiktok live rolling here i don't know what that really means but hello <laughs> uh, all good anyone wants to follow along sending questions you can Join us there. We'll be uh, experienced with Twitter Live eventually too. But for now, it's TikTok. So head there. Uh-huh. I don't even have TikTok. Newfangled technology. So, yeah, yeah this is new I only know, on the fly. <laughs> I only know about TikTok because of uh, of my uh, children, kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna put the latest one. My five year old did a fun TikTok, um, but I guess I was told I can't share it because um, her friend that's in it has her school shirt with okay. a logo on it. Okay. So then you could see where she goes to school. And I uh, guess that's okay. a no, no, I don't know how to blur it out. I just, yeah. but it was, uh, but it was pretty fun. I mean, uh, yeah. I'll show it to you guys later. There's a lot of dances and stuff on there that you, all of us, I don't think we need to, we know how to do that. So, uh, not me, the <laughs> yeah. kids have stuff on there. I don't know. All right. What else we got this week? What are, what, what should we dive into first here? There's, Let's, there's actually a fair amount of stuff going on. I would say it kind of seems like a slow two weeks for injuries, but there's always injury questions, injury angles going into next week. I think the biggest story that maybe is not getting the most coverage right now is Josh Allen's elbow at the end of that loss to the jets, which that in itself is a story bills lost a game. No one thought it was possible, but jets shut him down for a majority of it. And then right at the end on the strip sack, Looked like uh, Josh Allen was cocked to throw and then elbow got bent back at a weird angle. Well, yeah, we actually have a YouTube video already out on it. And uh, if you go to SICscore.com site, you'll see more on it. But let's go over a little bit for podcast. It's not receiving a lot of attention, as you said, because post game, I don't want to get the quote wrong, but Josh Allen said. um, Hurt a little, but he's going to push through it pretty much. Yeah, and I'd expect him to say that. But here's the thing. This is throwing elbow. In 2018, as a rookie, he missed four games with an ulnar collateral ligament sprain. And uh, Taylor, you know, actually wrote about it, Mm -hmm. Union Tribune and whatever, and that was significant. Look, this is the Tommy John ligament. This is why there's some concern. Yes, the quarterback throwing motion is a little different than the football throwing motion for a quarterback. Uh, let, let me give you the case for concern, and I'll give you the case where he's okay. The case for concern is it's his throwing elbow, and he clearly hurt. He was grabbing at it, and then he was also shaking his hand like there's a little nerve issue going all the way down, mm-hmm. and that goes with it with the stress of the ulnar collateral, the funny bone nerve, the ulnar nerve. A couple of years ago, Marcus Mariota had that. I was just that thinking that in bit. my head. Yep, <laughs> exactly. The uh, that's the reason for concern. And his very next pass, he skipped it mm-hmm. to uh, Stefan Diggs. Yes. 
admittedly on fourth and whatever 21 or whatever it was well, that, was did, a, that was a third down play and then the fourth and 21s he scrambled in through the 70 yard deep ball so. yeah he threw a big long deep ball so he's got some power still but the question is what about accuracy and what about overnight swelling look i'm not saying his season is over and he needs tommy john surgery i'm not saying that but i guarantee you there's an mri coming they're downplaying this it's not a guarantee that he's the starter versus the Vikings next week. I mean, the irony is it could be Case Keenum and Stefan Diggs, the Minnesota Miracle duo. Reverse, yeah. Reverse <laughs> yeah. going against uh, the Vikings. This is the biggest injury to watch this week, Josh Allen. A much bigger issue than the loss to the Jets. And the loss to the Jets, I know we had on our board here, uh, Jets plus 11 mm-hmm. at home. And that was largely based on no free safety, no strong safety, and then knowing that Tredavious White still isn't there. So, um, you know, I mean, uh, it happens, right? And so the, there's a loss, and uh, the Jets aren't have a, were very healthy on defense, and the defense is kind of what shut them down. Um, if he was a pitcher, this would be a lot bigger deal, I would assume. Much bigger deal. Right. Here's why. When you pitch, you pitch off the mound, it adds stress. Now, if you haven't seen the video, go look at it. I can't even get my arm there, but Josh Allen's arm was like forearm was parallel to the floor when he got hit and he got stressed. And that's where it's different a little bit than the way he injured their only collateral ligament in 2018, but it's still stressing the elbow. Ulnar collateral ligament strain and maybe a tricep strain as well. So that's what the worry is right here, right now. I mean, uh, he certainly was torqued pretty well and very vulnerable. He's not looking at his arm. He's trying to make an effort throw downfield. But why it's less of an issue. If this were a pitcher, I mean, the question would would be would not be how much time. It, it would be how much time, not if he misses right, time. Right. It would be <clears throat> minimum 15-day IL and maybe 60, mm-hmm. partly because the extra torque on a pitcher's elbow. And the other thing is – Believe it or not, I mean, that 70-yard pass that he unleashed on fourth down, I don't think that was a max effort throw for Josh Allen. No, no, I mean, I don't think it he was. sort of ran into it like a javelin toss, and I don't think it's max effort. But max effort throws happen much more in baseball for a pitcher than in uh, for a football quarterback. I've always said arm strength is a good quality, but – if you really need that arm strength to throw into that tight window, that's where you get interceptions. Yeah, don't lean into it too much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you just again and again rely on it, but mm-hmm. there's only a couple or a handful of max effort throws in a given game mm-hmm. where you're really firing it into a tight window. I mean, uh, so this is different than what Matthew ha- Stafford had in terms of the flexor strain and other things and the elbow injection it's a big deal to watch. We'll see. Hopefully it's no big deal. I want the bills to be healthy and, and keep going forward, but this is a big one to watch uh, going forward on the bills. So the bills play Minnesota in week 10. Uh, the other one kind of slipped under the radars. Adam Thielen left the game late with an ankle injury. It looked like they're possibly doing a head check on the sideline too, maybe just to be precautious, but he didn't return to the game. So, and going into the coach speak segment, they really didn't talk about it at all afterwards. I mean, everything, maybe rightly so, was about his 500th career catch joining Chris Carter and Randy Moss in Vikings history. But mm-hmm. I just found it interesting that they didn't even, I mean, they they said Cam Dantzler is getting an uh, MRI, but no, no news on Thielen. Well, 
in game we thought it was a mild eversion sprain ankle sprain mm, you know um look they didn't say much about rashawn gary either and now today it's an acl right, right. that's mm-hmm. that's kind of the norm to play things close to the vest uh but uh that's one to watch too, but obviously the Josh Allen one is much bigger. But that's one to watch as well. Adam Thielen and head checks happen all the time, especially post uh, Tua. Absolutely. The buzz downs much more common, etc. And uh, we'll 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 see about that. I guess the other big storyline is Packers injuries, right? I mean, huge cluster, right? A lot of cluster injuries there. I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers and his thumb you may have re-aggravated it. That's not that big of a deal, Romeo. Uh, Dobbs, Dobbs. Dobbs, high ankle sprain. That's been confirmed now. We wrote yep. about that mm-hmm. Sunday in game. So that's a multi week issue. Christian, Christian Watson, Watson mm-hmm. second concussion in two weeks. He had a right. concussion last week, returned in one week, another concussion. You got to think that's multiple weeks, potentially even a month. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. David Bakhtiari in and out and uh, exercise bike knee. I mean, that's a two year old injury. And so we, that's, it's not going to be, this, be never going to be the same. I would say, right? I don't no, want to. No, it's going to linger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rashawn Gary now confirmed that he did tear his ACL, like we thought in game that we wrote and did video. And on. he's their best pass rusher, so they're already like they have a couple pieces, but if they lose him, they don't have much of a pass rush this year. And then uh, Eric Stokes with knee yeah, ankle. Yep. I mean, uh, the joke yesterday on Twitter was they were running out of boots. They had three people on <laughs> boots, and and. Uh, Rashawn Gary on crutches. And we didn't even touch on Aaron Jones yet. Aaron yep, Jones yeah. left the game. Jacob, you did a great job. You went back through and looked at every play, every video, and we did not see a significant ankle injury or foot injury. We saw him favoring the left side a little bit here and there. Aaron Jones has now said that our analysis is probably correct. It was more as a precaution than anything broken or strained or sprained or torn uh so he's got a shot to play i guess that's the good news but uh the packers for the first time all season the packers were the healthier side when we compared six scores team to team right and now they're going to be unhealthy side again i did want to add something on adam thielen he had a left ankle sprain last year and he missed uh two games and then he re-aggravated later in december and missed the rest of the season so he does have a tendency to miss a game after suffering an ankle injury i think this was the other side too so yeah that factors in maybe new new ankle injury yeah a little longer yeah potentially because it's uh the ligaments aren't stretched there already but that's another one to watch yes uh, the other question that game Packers against Cowboys is Ezekiel Elliott. Is he ready to come back after bye? Uh, we we saw bone bruise when uh, I think the initial reporting was MCL sprain. Well, Dr. Jera says he is, but Dr. Jera also said Dak Prescott isn't going to go on IR and could return after three games or something. Yep. He also he chose to full- pay Ezekiel Elliott over Pollard. So <laughs> is he ever going to only go with Pollard? Yeah. Uh, I think he more likely more likely misses than plays. I get he finished the game, but this is a bone bruise. A bone bruise is typically four weeks, could be six, four weeks. So he's been uh, now with the bye two, right? Yeah. Uh, um, so I think it's a little early for for Zeke to return, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. The other one might be similar to uh, Zeke's recovery timeline is Deion Jackson that we saw in the Colts game yesterday. Um, John the Taylor missed the game, so Deion Jackson was the next man up, along with Jordan Wilkins and Philip Lindsay. But Deion Jackson returned for for two isolated carries. There was one right after the play, and then one in the fourth quarter. 
by video in game, we saw that live and said that's a knee hyperextension injury. We're expecting him to not tear his ACL or anything more significant. But the big issue there is indeed the bone bruise. Now, he came back in. He had one or two carries or something like that, but then left again. And let me tell you, uh, that's not good. That's probably a multi-week deal, too. I mean, they haven't announced anything. MRI is coming, I'm sure, and there will be some overnight swelling. But that that's potentially a... a a deal there and then jonathan taylor we expected not to be ready next week probably waiting till he, he's 100 percent to play but does he get forced into action there's no nine hines they traded him that's a they big traded game. him yep. and uh no depth there bill wins <laughs> bill Lindsay there they want well to bring i guess back. the question <laughs> is uh who does jeff saturday like <laughs> do we go into that <laughs> we can i mean sure i mean uh that, that's an interesting deal. You just right? did a tweet saying Rivers is just as qualified, right? So, <laughs> oh, I didn't say that. I just said uh, that, that my quote tweet was uh, uh, Adam Schefter was tweeting about his accomplishments, which is, you know, uh, Ring of Honor consultant to the team, ESPN analyst. And he, I guess, his only coaching experience has been some high school. I don't even remember the name, but it's a high school in Georgia. Uh, I mean, you didn't have any coaching. I actually experience. have that for you. Um, it's our Hebron Christian Academy. He was six and six, eight and five, and three and seven in his three years. So seventeen and eighteen. So I don't know if that's helpful for the Colts, but that's I mean, his max prep record. I mean, look, it's there's a lot of things I find interesting about that. Yeah. Okay, uh, no head coaching experience, no NFL coaching experience. Certainly, right. he played. I mean, my joke was on Twitter. I mean. Maybe should have gotten Philip Rivers. He's coached high school, and yep. maybe they could have got a player coach. They, they seem to need a quarterback, a player head coach. That'd be first of all kind. I mean, uh, uh, kind of, Bill Russell type, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done it in basketball yeah. and other sports, but never in football like yeah, this. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, maybe he'll do all right, but my question is, there's a couple observations I would make about that. I thought it very interesting that, unless I got it wrong, that it was Jim Ursay's Twitter that announced the firing, not the Colts thing. I mean, he, he tweeted, he tweeted like out yeah. firsthand information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't have their press conference for another five hours. So, so he, he was, his tweet was the one that opened up the fury of, or flurry of information. And uh, which I find interesting. I mean, obviously Jim Ursay is an interesting guy. And then you get a guy who's never coached in the NFL. I mean, there was an uproar about potentially hiring Josh McCown. I was going to bring that up, yeah. But yeah. that was for the permanent job, right? This is for interim? Yeah. Right. But how do you think the coaches are going to feel about that? I would say you, you've been obviously around the game a lot longer than us, but I ha can't recall another instance where interim coach was brought in out from outside the organization, not on any part of the coaching tree. Well, certainly not. And Ryan can look it up or Taylor's looking it up now. I think it's possible to bring in someone from outside, but midseason, <laughs> but who's been a head coach. Yeah, you could, you yeah, could yeah. argue he's been a quote consultant. So maybe was he a little bit inside? I don't know what his role was. Obviously the Colts connections clear. I mean, the, it, yeah, he's helped layman, as an in, yeah. insider and like, you know, help on the side, but not enough to be on the roster of coaches. Well, right. Yeah. But here's the thing that's strange. I mean, uh, I actually don't remember a lot of examples where, someone was a pundit and an analyst for a major network yep. and directly hired by the team as a consultant. Yeah. Like 
as a consultant, look, LT's on NFL Network. He's hired by the Chargers as an ambassador, right. but not he's not in the room or yeah. right. telling Brandon Staley what to do. I mean, uh, or the running backs what to do. I don't know what role Saturday had as a consultant. Right. That's kind of interesting. No, there was, I don't too. want to say it, but there's rumors like he they he went to Saturday to help find a person to, and they just ended up with Saturday himself. I don't think there's, I don't know if there's any validity behind that, but I mean, he is the kind of person that Ursay went to for, you know, help with, you know, decision making. Yeah. Was, didn't, didn't we have a vice president who led a search that, that yeah. became vice president? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it happens. happens. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've had that happen in baseball. I think, uh, uh, um, and then the Red Sox. He came from the from the Padres. The the Red Sox GM, um, the guy who brought him a championship, like a Theo Epstein. Yeah, oh, Theo yeah, Epstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Theo, yeah, yeah. Theo Epstein. Yes, yes. Was the search charge of the search committee for a GM, and he became GM. Just <laughs> like, hey, why are we looking for something? I'm, I'm, I'm great. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He did very well. Yeah, he did. Maybe, yeah. Was, maybe that'll be the case. Cubs just too. You want to? Yeah, with the Cubs. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, yeah. O lines what they need to focus on. Right. We saw multiple times with the right tackle just whiffing on stuff and just not on the right protection i mean maybe those well just you mentioned isolated it one game, stuff right yeah. on the thursday game you're like or the, remember the monday it was one you're like why are they reshuffling a lineup did you forget an injury that's going yeah, on the, the yeah. short week against broncos yeah, yeah. and, and like what you see now i think there's a lot of players that are not playing up to par like i was watching uh highlights of quentin nelson this year he's taken a multiple steps back he got thrown to the side the last game i don't know and just saturday obviously could help offensive lineup issues right so maybe uh, there's something there but i don't know <laughs> I don't know. I think he's got his work cut out for him because, I mean, if he hasn't been in meetings, does he know what scheme they're running? Is he going to like tear up the playbook and start over again yeah. mid-season? It's an interesting. Uh, if he thought, doesn't yeah. know, I mean, maybe well, he'll just come in and, and be the the you know uh, figurehead and and let the coaches coach on both sides of the ball, right? I I, I don't know what's going to happen there, but I think it's kind of unprecedented. Yeah. Well, this is kind of where it maybe ties into injuries too. Is is Matt Ryan fully done? Is is Ursay made the declaration that Sam Ellinger is the quarterback for for the near future? Or does Jeff Saturday come in and say, "Let's give Matt Ryan another shot"? Maybe maybe we'll have well, to evaluate the shoulder sprain. Uh, the shoulder AC sprain yeah. is going to be better. I mean, uh, it's 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 hiding behind health again. I mean, look at what's happened in Carolina. We've been saying on this podcast for weeks that like Baker Mayfield's there and available. I was just going to say uh, they, they announced PJ Walker is yep. going to start Thursday. Yep, short <laughs> week, so maybe Baker doesn't have enough practice time to prep. But he said. Had like three weeks of practice. It took him <laughs> like it healthy. took him three throws this weekend to have more yards than PJ Walker. Yeah. So, <laughs> but Baker's a coaching decision at this yeah. point, yeah. and Sam Darnold's active. He's yeah. a coaching decision. They're not even hiding anymore, point. right? Yeah, yeah no, there's we've no been saying for a while. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> they've been doing it the last couple of weeks. Right. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's coaching decision. We'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, here's the here's the crazy thing. Monday is a big, big, big day sunday film review monday you know coaches meetings whatever and and into tuesday he doesn't even land until tonight right so they don't even have a head coach mm -hmm. in the building they, there's it's chaos inside the building right now i bet they have no idea what they're gonna do i would assume the oc and dc are just saying we're just going to keep installing business as usual. DC so. was just fired a couple weeks ago, so they're like the you OC said, was. Yeah. OC they don't even have an OC right, right, yeah, right, right now. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a really interesting situation. And a, apparently, 
Nobody on the staff has any play calling experience. Right. There's a clip going around right now uh, of SportsCenter breaking the story, breaking the news of Jeff Saturday talking about it on air. And they're like, our colleague, Jeff Saturday, who was actually scheduled to be on this program tomorrow uh, as part of his regular ESPN duties, has now been named the head coach. And they're just like, they're just taken aback. They don't even know what's going on. Well, everybody's kind of scrambling. Is his contract done? Now, now they got to find a new analyst. He can't yeah. be both, right? Are they, he, just, he can't, he can't yeah. be both. That's no. why I'm right. surprised he was a consultant and right. already an analyst, right? I mean, mm -hmm. he, he, I don't think he can be both. Well, maybe I'm asking you to be a little too clairvoyant here, Doc, but how does this affect Jonathan Taylor's situation with his ankle? Reaggravated in week eight, missed week nine. Does he come back into the chaos of week 10? Does he say, I'm going to get, uh, maybe I'm not 100% yet. I'm going to sit another week and let the Jeff Saturday stuff figure itself out first? I don't know. I mean, uh, I was thinking that Jonathan Taylor, because he had the reaggravation when he returned, isn't going to return until he's 100. Right. But with nine Himes traded and and Deion Jackson, Jackson, thought maybe maybe there's a possibility he sort of forced back into it. But my guess is right now they haven't even addressed that yet in the room. There's way too many other issues. There's too many other issues going on. Yeah. yeah, they haven't even addressed that yet. Yeah. That's going to be a interesting deal. But that was one of our good things already knowing. What was happening with injuries and different things that uh, under, that the yeah. under in that yep. game was pretty uh, easy and and uh, even Pittman not doing a lot. Mm -hmm. What New England always does takes away the best weapon because Pittman became the best weapon with no Jonathan Taylor and yeah. no Matt Ryan. Judon had like four sacks in that game by himself, I think three or four or something like that. Um, looking forward to week 10, uh, we're going to have an article up on the website, sixscore.com, uh, teasing which players could be back after bye. Uh, so we won't run through those now, but you can check the website for that um, okay. tomorrow. Uh, Xavier McKinney, the Giants safety that broke his hand on the ATV. I have some questions about this. I have a lot of questions. Far away. <laughs> In Cabo on a bye week. I mean, con contract-wise, I know they're well within the rights to take away money from him, but they're not going to release him. He's one of the best safeties. How does that conversation go internally? Depends on the circumstances. That was my exact question, too, so it's okay. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, um, look, if you're looking for an excuse to take money away or get rid of a guy, you have it. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to the Fernando Tatis thing, mm -hmm. local San Diego thing. I have so many friends says, oh, we should cut him. You should fine him. You should not pay him this year. Cut him. <laughs> That's okay, funny, you're not going to cut him, <laughs> yeah. but you should find him. You shouldn't have paid him, you know, for, yeah, right. well, the Correct. suspension, I guess technically he's not paid, but, but, but before, he was a motorcycle yeah. accident. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that. I mean, sometimes it just feels like a wrist sprain and he didn't follow up and the whole deal. You could, you're within your rights to do so. Probably. I'm not looking at the contract, but you're in the rights to do so. <clears throat> Excuse me. But if you do, you run the risk of pissing the guy off. Okay. And if you piss the guy off, in theory, Fernando has an under-market contract. He signed for $340 million. Right. Juan Soto turned down $440 million. And it's yeah. going to be more than that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, yep. so in theory, he has an under-market contract. So mm -hmm. why are you looking to piss him off, you know, and uh, ruffle feathers? So, you know, uh, yeah, like, same thing here. My first question I was just strictly medical. Uh, there might be more than meets the eye here than just the hand. Like, I'm not saying this is JPP all over again. Right. Okay. <clears throat> but you're a safety. You can play in a cast, like even a if you're not yeah. 
yeah. inter- picking off balls. You can knock them down and you can tackle. So why does it seem like this is, seems worse than I would say? Even if you had surgery, you could play in a cast. He's so, a strong safety too, correct? Um, I believe he's free. Let me I was okay. gonna check real quick. Yeah. Does that change to which one it is? I mean, Doc? run stopper versus coverage. Yeah. So either way, you can still tackle. Yeah. I mean, are you 100% playing in a cast? No, but so free safety, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking Jimmy that this Ward is, made back with the cast. This isn't like, you know, an isolated metacarpal hand fracture. Like a broken this finger, is like yeah. a little more, I, I have to think. Um, Look, people are entitled to go on vacation, right? And he, in the, in the, whatever the statement he said, I want to go to Cabo, right? Yeah. Vacation, it was guided ATV tour. Guided tour. I mean, you know, to make like, you know, he wasn't going crazy, uh, positioning kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's more to the story probably. But I remember Mariota, I remember when he signed his contract, they were, they didn't want him to, uh, surf at all like is there stuff like that if like i'm like atv rider i do it all the time like do you not want me to do that during the season i like, mean pick up basketball i know some people don't they do pick up basketball sometimes in the contract like oh yeah, yeah but, I, mean? but yeah. I knew a lot of charges that played pick up basketball yeah. <laughs> i mean you know i mean during the season during the season not as much okay yeah. but the the reason why i didn't like they're playing pick up basketball is like to me who are you playing against right if you're playing amongst your peers you're going to take care of each other you're playing in a rec league type situation where someone's trying to make their reputation you know that's their night right yeah Yeah. (laughs) absolutely i don't necessarily love that you know uh if it's a controlled environment versus just yeah i mean people taking it too serious yeah yeah, i mean that 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 would be the word but look the giants are with the rights to probably do something but okay but you just stay away, like you said, if you don't want to upset. Yeah, it's better. I don't do that. think they're going to. Okay. I mean, they uh, get the Texans this week, so maybe doesn't hurt them as much. Uh, I know they have injuries to Evan Neal um, and Daniel Bellinger out, obviously. So they're getting a little more banged up. So definitely, definitely did not need a safety to be out a couple weeks. Because their defense has been pretty good for them. So yeah. you don't want to lose That's anybody. That's been a strong suit, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's always interesting what people focus on. You guys focus on the contract and is he allowed to? And I focus on. Why is it several weeks with a hand? I mean, put a cast no, on. No, and it, you're right you now. I, actually, that's the better one. Now yeah. I'm thinking about. I'm, you got me thinking about what kind of. <laughs> so what, <laughs> so I, don't I don't know, know what the better. injury is. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe we need to go to analyzing ATV injuries. No, no. I mean, no. But seriously, I mean, things happen. I mean, look, Miles Garrett. That was a pretty. Yep. Yeah. Bad car accident. Once you saw the car photo, you, you and your you were like crazy that you thought people thought he was going to play that week. <laughs> you're like, he look at the car. Like, you know what I mean? Like, play. yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, and even then he admitted he came back a little early he on did. the shoulder yep. sprain, even missing just the one week. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Got one more game to preview, and then we'll get to our uh, midseason futures update. Um, Charges against Niners, the Sunday night game. Debo Samuel coming off the bye, uh, had the hamstring week seven, I believe, missed week eight, and then the week nine bye. Keenan Allen also has a hamstring. Which one's more likely to make it back? Debo. Um, I wouldn't bet on Keenan. Do, do year, we know right? at, at all what's going on with Keenan Allen and his hamstring? I don't. Um, so it was a re-aggravation, yeah. and then just waiting well, on, right? It was a week one mild, right? Re-aggravated in practice, right? A Thursday, yeah. But he returned to play mostly as a decoy. We thought he wasn't going to return to play, so they could take advantage of the bye week, right? Week seven, yeah, yeah. But he played. And Mike Williams got hurt that game. Mike Williams got hurt that game. 
had the bye, and so my assumption was he's going to be okay. That's why they played him before the bye, and then he's out again. Right. Yeah. Didn't even practice. And then yeah. there's some interesting words from the coach. Uh, I forget exactly how he phrased it, but it's not yeah, responding. It's not way, responding. Yeah, how, yeah, it's yeah. not a setback, but it's not responding or something, you know, something like that. Yeah. So at this point, we're in the unknown category. And uh, look, I think it's possible neither plays, but if you're asking me to say which one, I think it's Debo more than Keenan at this right. point in time. And maybe Niners not in a rush to bring Debo back because of CMC and the added weapons and. Got to think Elijah Mitchell's getting close too from MCL sprain. He said they expecting him to week ten, so that would be Elijah good. Mitchell. I think yeah. is close, and part of the reason we look at look at the tea leaves that's why they traded Jeff Wilson, right? Right. I mean, they got CMC, and if Elijah Mitchell's coming back, why do you need Jeff Wilson? Mm -hmm. Right. You know, that's Wilson used to be that third guy, and it used to be okay to be the third guy, but he's asserted himself as at least a one-two. I think so. Yeah, and he actually yeah. got some carries. This he week. did. He scored a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, some receiving work too. Uh, all right, midseason futures update. Um, midseason report midterms. Mid there you go. Midterms. Mid all right. Let's see. Let's. You got the list. Go through them one by one. Good and bad. Give them all of them. All right. So we'll do win totals. Now this start, is right? just so everyone yeah. knows. This is what we have done for sick picks, and the reason why we can talk about them now because you can't get them anymore. You can't get them, <laughs> yeah. so it doesn't matter. But it, it's all documented on the everything on the website is free, obviously. But the picks, look, every bit of information that we talk about is free on the website. If you want to do your own homework, it's all 100% there. The only reason for sick picks. We're is, doing the homework. Is some people don't yeah. want to do the homework. Right. They just want the answers. Well, this is the Cliff Notes version. And so let's go through some of the So This is my features. favorite type of homework. So, yeah. All right. Let, let's. <laughs> all right. So Giants, we had oh, under start. seven and a half. I know we're starting bad. <laughs> starting with a bad one. Okay, that's a negative. They're they're a surprise. The offensive uh, line we thought was two, an issue. Yep. Yeah, we thought there would be continuing offensive line issues, and uh, then that would negatively impact Daniel Jones. But at the same time, to be fair, we were all in on Saquon Barkley. We might as well jump to that then. All right. Yeah. Uh, Barkley was over 900.5 rush. He has 779 yards this year. Second so, in the league. Yeah. yeah. So barring disaster, an injury next week or something, yeah. knock on wood. Yeah. But so we were strong on saying Barkley is going to be fine this year. He's going to return to full form after a down last year. coming Second off year off ACL, right? Second year off ACL. But maybe we try to split the baby too much by saying Barkley good, but the rest of the Giants not so good. Maybe we try. Well, to here's a split the baby. Yeah. We can do even more. I'll just jump around because we're doing the same team. Uh, Daniel Jones, we had under 21.5 touchdowns and under 3,450 yards. He has passing six yards. Yeah, yeah. yeah passing passing yards and pass touchdowns. He has six touchdowns passing and 1,399 passing yards. So, so those are. He's decent. well behind. We're splitting the baby decently. We just didn't get the win. <laughs> Two and one. <laughs> <laughs> Two and one on the Giants. Yeah. Well, technically, three and one. Yeah, because Barkley is good. We're ahead on Daniel Jones touchdowns, 21 and a half, and it's six. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we're ahead on passing yards. That's yeah, true. 1,300 versus well, it's not halfway. I, I was parlaying that in my head. So that's okay. kind of one. And then so we're wrong on the Giants win total. But so three, actually, three and own props, you know, we can yeah, change whatever. It, yeah, yeah, sorry, <laughs> we're, we're, we're not there yet. We haven't, cashed it. we haven't cashed any of them yet. Oh, Taylor has it. Midterm. Yes. <laughs> we're 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 doing well midway through. It's not the yeah. final yet. So so the Giants actually three and one, but of course the win total is yes. at this yeah. point. Uh, I mean, 
then win, win total, we're going to lose yes. at this point in time. So, um, yeah, that's no barring setback. We're too close. Um, Chiefs, um, it's one of the uh, most healthiest teams due to our six scores. They were over 92. Uh, ten and a half wins was the total. We have six already. So we're a little more than halfway there. We're on the, the better side, but uh, that one's not won yet either. No. But It's a I packed mean, division as well. But I think you you like the, like the spot that we're in. Right. Um, so it's not a win yet, but we like the spot. Uh, one of our favorite ones that we've been pushing, one of the, the healthiest team going this season was the Vikings. Uh, we gave up a free pick of the uh, division winner, 240, um, but it was nine and a half win total. They're at seven already, seven and one, I believe they are. Yep. Yeah, so <clears throat> nine and a half win total over, they're at seven, so yep. that's obviously looking good. Nothing's a lock yet, but that's looking good. The plus 240 to win the division is, is uh, I don't know what the numbers now are, but it's, it's yeah. totally different. They're the favorites now, mm-hmm. right? They're, it's a minus number now. And paired with that is we were under on Green Bay Packers. Yes, at 10 and a half. At 10 and a half, yep. right? And they're at three and six. Three. So, three and six, yeah. I mean, once again, it's not impossible. They've got, what, eight games left. Well, yeah, You're it's pretty close. Win out. <laughs> yeah, they got to win out. Winning yeah. out now. So, yeah, that's, that's that was pretty good. I mean. No, but like you said, those were tied together. We picked the division because the, um, the books thought the Packers were going to be the division favorite, which they were listed. Yeah. And, and the Packers one was purely based on left tackle Bakhtiari not going to be there and Elton Jenkins right tackle not going to be 100%. And he's actually coming been playing okay. He's, he's coming bars. on because yeah. now second half of the season right. he's been coming on, yep. but Bakhtiari still hasn't. Yep, right. And um that paired with the lack of experienced wide receivers, the lack of protection I think has done Aaron Rodgers and company in. I'm still surprised they're just not a run first team. Yeah. They they proved against Buffalo that they could run the ball in the second half and they they Chipped they, into that lead. And they had the goal line, two runs out of shotgun, and then a trick pass to Bakhtiari. That's, yeah. yeah for a pick. Call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two red zone picks first in yeah. his career. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah. just run. Run. The ball. Run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's not even that hard. That's why Twitter is harping on them so much. And I think, like, now the fan base is starting. You could see that everybody around the team might start getting a little frustrated because it seems so easy. Like, there's, like, times where you see Jones only have, like, nine carries in, like, 60 yards. And you're like, why, why aren't you continually doing well, the, that? The other thing is the Packers are one of those teams that are basically all shotgun now, yep. right? Yeah. And, and let me tell you, it's hard to run the ball in goal line or short yarded situations out of shotgun. Right. And so maybe that has something to, to, to do with it. We saw that with the Chiefs last night, too. Right. Short yardage or goal line situation on a shotgun, difficult to run the ball. Well, what's your theory when you start running the ball like that? You're already three yards out behind, right? So what, what, why don't do that? <laughs> you get penet- easier to yeah. get penetration, exactly. right? Yep. You, you know, uh, kind of thing. If you are going to run it like that, maybe you should just go uh, what Tennessee did, Wildcat, right? And uh, and that way, at least move the quarterback out and get one man out of the box mm-hmm. and, right. and play the numbers game, you know. Uh, but when you have a quarterback in there and he's just window dressing. The numbers favor the defense there, especially if you're so far back like that uh, kind kind of thing. But that's we get it. We're getting off the topic here. Uh, Green Bay, well, I didn't do the math there. They got to win out. Yeah. We're looking pretty good there. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and the Vikings are looking pretty good in the division. So yep. that one, I think, yeah. Once again, completely based on injuries going into the season. Our last win total we put is the Ravens under ten and a half. They've for multiple years we we've had we have looking back end stats. They they outperform their six score a lot more than not. So well, five I mean, wins this year. It's ten and a half on the total. They're they're five and three with another game to play come. tonight. Yeah, play mm-hmm. tonight with the bye coming up. Yeah. So we're kind of right at it, right? Ten and a half. 
they're at five. They played tonight. They're they're kind of right at it. They are the least less healthy team tonight. I mean, the Saints 10, are the ten point six score advantage for the yeah, Saints. Mm-hmm. The Saints are the 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 by health the favorite side. Tonight. And the Ravens have been the most unhealthy team all year. So yeah. The only thing uh, that that you know they did quote get healthier by acquiring Rokon Smith and linebacker has right. been an issue for them. Yeah. And uh, so, J, uh, JPP was JPP is yeah. a big good acquisition. So, so. you got to give the Ravens credit that. Uh, They've been one of the more injured teams, and yet they're they're holding it together. We've been doing well going against them right. on the spread. Because they're they, winning but not covering the yeah, spread. Yeah, they're winning yeah. but not yeah. covering. Yeah, right. so Just uh, lost Bateman to Mark Andrews and Gus Edwards inactive for tonight. So And we know J.K. Dobbins. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was one of our favorite props, right? Remember we, can, the, we can lead in that 875. He has 123 yards this year. Yeah. 875 J.K. Dobbins and 123 so far in on IR with the knee scope again once again it was just it was a worse injury acl lcl multi-ligament we weren't going against him like when he was a fr- frustrated during off season he thought everybody was going against him that's not that wasn't the case we just we knew no what he had, i'm saying you know? he had a really bad injury yeah. and, and this is his injury was worse his recovery timeline was way faster than gus edwards yet his mm-hmm. injury was way worse than gus yep. edwards and then you see Edwards, he's got the hamstring now. So, you know, you injuries beget injuries. Yes. Do we remember Saquon Barkley his yep. first year back, right? And now yep. second year, the he's ankle, good. Yep. 875 uh, isn't a lock for a healthy running back, especially in an offense with Lamar Jackson. So, well, at, at this point, I mean, this, the, the uh, under 875 is probably as good as the well, Packers under 10 and a half. I mean, well, just for it context, would be a massive bad beat yeah. to, to, to not get that for context uh just to jump to another i know it's uh but cmc's prop was the exact same number 875 yep. so that's how much the books they didn't understand the dobbins injury which is useful going in the future and getting these sick picks there's a lot of injuries that are not in these props at all prop props is probably one of the bigger markets coming up but i don't think the books have yet to put the injury angles in there and that's what good let's keep, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it that way let's keep it that way robert woods i don't know if you were going to mention that's yes. the other lock of the season coming off the acl tear it's 775 receiving yards we had the under he's at 256 yep so he was at 256 going into the game yesterday, and he's still at 256. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that Malik thing doesn't help him either. What I didn't understand about that, this is what I didn't understand the most about that. <clears throat> Robert Woods, he's done a very nice job recovering from the ACL. He's and a you, good blocking receiver, which and, helps Henry. And you, yeah. can, and you can argue, um, okay, they brought in Robert Woods for the Rams, okay. And they got rid of A.J. Brown. They're, Robert Woods is not a replacement for A.J. Brown. Right. Traylon Burks was they, supposed to be a little, but he has too. the turf yeah. toe. Yeah. But here's my question. The man's coming off a late-season ACL. In practice, yeah. He doesn't look right at wide receiver. Why is he returning punts? <laughs> I was, I was going to ask you I that. mean, <laughs> That's you don't have someone more dynamic than that returning punts, or you're just trying to fair catch him? I mean, I don't understand how he's the punt returner. Look, I love... Mike Vrabel. I think he's, he's a great a coach. Great I, I think, coach. Yeah, he's an awesome coach. I think he's a great person. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, not because he gave me a shirt one time. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> On top I mean, of that. Yeah. No, I mean, he, he did at a Pro Bowl. Whatever. I mean, he's just a nice guy, and I think he gets it, right? I think he's a very smart guy, smart coach. He gets it. Can I so, mention so something? So I can't about be more pop- complimentary of yeah. Coach Vrabel and, and the things that he does. Like, I think it was brilliant if you're going to go Wildcat to move out Malik Willis mm-hmm. and then clear someone out of the box on goal line, you know, and and get the numbers to your favor. So Vrabel's credit, um, he's punt returning because Amani Hooker missed the game due to a shoulder injury. He's the guy. 
Um, Traylon Burks is the second guy, IR. And the third guy is Kyle Phillips, also an IR. So Woods is the only guy okay. that can do it. For, or they probably should do someone else, but I mean, you they don't have you anybody. can't train someone else? To, yeah, that's what I'm I mean, saying. Just, I mean, but I get that. You, you're four deep and the other three are gone. And so yeah. now it's Robert Woods. So that's actually a good explanation. Yeah. Uh, they just didn't have yeah. time to make the change. And they probably prefer the ball security. Just want yeah. someone you, you trust know, and fair I mean, catch it. Uh, yeah. I mean, there are times I've seen the game plan where it's like, we're not trying to get punt return yards. We just don't want to, you know, catch it when you're supposed to catch it and, and that's it, just be don't get pinned it. back and, and, and don't mess up a fair catch and, you know, just ball security. And that may be why. I mean, right. just say, look, it's field position, ball security. We're not looking for anything dynamic. But uh, that answers the question. See, Coach yeah. Rabel's good. He yes. knows what he's doing. <laughs> Going from a good pick to a bad pick, I guess. Uh, Matt Stafford, we had over 43, uh, 43,000 yards. Uh, pass he has a thousand nineteen uh nineteen hundred twenty eight uh that's the elbow we thought the elbow was going to be okay uh yeah didn't, didn't that, think the line would be such a huge that's issue, issue. Yeah. yeah we didn't yeah that's, that's, the, that's a bad one yeah. right now right because the o-line issues up the middle and i think i probably but those o-line issues weren't there when we picked it correct that's correct and that's um, the problem with futures right you can't predict what's going to happen in a season so and I think that pick for us was based on all the talk about his elbow. We Immediate, thought it was a yep. depressed line. Mm-hmm. And we thought his elbow would be fine. And so that's what that was about. But here's the thing I'm realizing on Matthew Stafford, and we've been harping on this. Up the middle pressure is not good for him because mm-hmm. he's not mobile. Nope. And they're on and a third string center right now. Yeah. Although Brian yeah, Allen's got back, back, but, yeah. but they were on a third string left guard mm-hmm. and second string right guard. Left now the left tackle's out. Yeah. out. yeah. I mean, that's that's the O-line issue. So that's bad, but you know, that happens. Look, like I mean, Cooper Cup's having a good year. He just can't spread the ball around and be effective. So that's, yeah, like you said. Yeah, so that one's not good right now. Uh, Elliot is at, uh, is he Elliot? We, he had the PCL injury all year last year. Um, his, um, that's why we thought his number is a little depressed. It was 800.5. He is, um, he had, is injured now, but he has 443 yards. Like, I think that once he comes back, he could slide into that 800 because it was such a low number. Yeah, I think that we took that because it was a low number. We right. thought his PCL would be fine, and we didn't think his career was done. Right now, he's got the little bone bruise. The question is, how much time will he miss? He was but, affected before, yeah. but he's a little bit ahead of that number right yeah. now. So, I mean, that one. Let me ask you this question: If you could get that number now, would you take it? Yeah. Okay. Then we're okay. That's why I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because I, I see that, okay. like you said, him. Like once he comes back, I see him slipping to that. Like it's a couple hundred yard games. I know. 80, pa- 95. Yeah. Pollard is definitely the more effective, like you know, burst runner. But like for pure volume, you give Elliott 20, he looks like he can get 80 to 90. You know, a decent game and for you. So. He has the most important vote of confidence that he needs. Yeah. From doctor slash owner. Yeah. Jerry Jones. Jared. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I mean, Jared's paying him. He's gonna call the shots there. Um, um, we have so a, that's not bad. We have a double one, so this might not be us. This is just the team didn't understand, like they don't know what they're doing. Is the Broncos? <laughs> like all the numbers said they were going to be good. We have Judy at over nine hundred point five receiving and sixty nine point five recept um, receptions. He's got uh, four hundred forty nine yards and thirty receptions. It's kind of close. Uh, Sutton, we had over five and a half touchdowns. He has one. So I, I want to blame. I don't want to blame us. So they got, trying to they figure got out. the bye week to figure it out. You know, they can pick it up. <laughs> don't give up on it yet. I don't want to, but <laughs> um, that play was purely based on um, Sutton second yeah. year ACL. Right, thought he would be productive. He's obviously the issues are well documented. Although uh, uh, Frank Reich being the second coach fired, some people lost money on that. Right, yeah, yeah. We even Hackett, Hackett, would be, yeah. <laughs> Hackett would be the next one gone. Yeah. Um, 
They want, close, they want yeah. in London. Maybe yeah. they're going to turn it around. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, we're on the negative side of those two right now. But here's my pet thing here. The game of football is hard. It's just not that easy to plug and play and do stuff. It's very complicated. Uh, you can be the most talented player in the world, but you're just one guy and you need to mesh with the team. Look, if you're a great shooter, you'll score in basketball. If you're very athletic, you'll get some points because it's sure there's plays and there's some structure, but sometimes it just comes down to athleticism. Right. In football, it comes down to athleticism, but it's teamwork and right spot, right thing. I think it's a tremendous mistake when they didn't play Russell and all the people in the preseason. So you have a new coach, new system, new players, and you're not getting some preseason snaps. At least a quarter or something. Just to yeah. kind of <laughs> work out the kinks a little bit yeah. and then to work them out on the fly. Look, Russell Wilson in Seattle would not need to play in the preseason. I get that. But when you're new, 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 I mean, look, Tom Brady during the pandemic, when he joined the Bucks, you could argue pseudo broke the rules by getting those houses. To, yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. <laughs> no, but, he was, but, no, like you said, they were in the park with people and He's organizing itching, things yeah. and, you know, right. Just to, he understood he's new. He needed to learn that system to figure it out. And, tip and other people mm -hmm. needed to learn him and right. he needed to learn other people. Right. right. Yep. I mean, uh, and uh, so anyways, so we'll see what happens there. We're on the downside of that one. I got two more. Um, Kittle, um, over 800.5. I do want to say on this one, he picked up that soft tissue injury two days before we placed this. Oh, um, after we placed this. So why didn't you wait two days? No, I just know, kidding. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But Kittle still has a chance, 319, right? Yeah, he's not like only 100. Yeah, he's. Yeah. he's a, and, and part of that was, I mean. Trey Lance, right? I mean, didn't look it, like he was feeding the tight end. At, um, Jimmy obviously does, and that's why yeah. this number has popped up the last couple of weeks as well. I think I think Kittle still has a chance to hit it. I mean, um, yeah, we're a little behind the numbers on that one right now, but it's that's not yeah. bad, not horrible. Uh, and then the final one is Joe Burrow. We, you know, second year off the ACL, we were big on him. I know he did had a great year last year. Um, the number is over four thousand three hundred seventy five point five. He has two thousand five hundred thirty five at the moment. So he's uh, well over halfway there. Yeah. Third in the league in passing. So yeah. yeah. And there were a couple that never even showed up that we would have loved. Michael like Thomas. Michael Thomas. I, I've been yeah. meaning to bring it up. Yeah. Under, second toe dislocation. What what does that mean career wise? I mean the you, second toe should mean nothing career wise. Mm -hmm. It's very unusual to have second toe surgery. I'm not sure what the situation is. I guess the whole thing's been unusual. Uh, and by unusual, I'm not saying the Saints are bad or the Saints medical staff is bad or that Michael Thomas is bad. I'm just saying, I've always said, if from the outside things don't make sense, then we just don't know the whole story. Right. It didn't make sense when he had that high ankle sprain and then had the delayed surgery. And I don't know that the jury's out on why that was the delayed surgery. And that delayed surgery cost him last season lingered, and, you know, and lingered yeah, yeah. and whatever. And then he still didn't look right coming into this season. And we said, look, injuries beget injuries. We're not sure he looks right. He actually made a good acceleration to return to what play. What did you say going into the season that is <laughs> totally right? Who's going to be the third receiver on that team, right? At the time, people <laughs> thought I was whatever. They and thought I you were said, crazy, yeah. And I said, I said, Michael Thomas is more likely to be the number three receiver on the Saints 
then return to 1,700-yard form, which is what he was in his last his year. His all-star form, yep. Yeah. His all-star. So, so what I said was he's more likely to be the third receiver on his team than the number three receiver in the league or a top three receiver in the league. And he was clearly a top three, if not top one receiver in the league when he got, was it two, 2019 when he had yep. 1,700 yep. yards? He broke the receiving record, right. yeah. So that was my statement. More likely the third receiver on the Saints than – in the top three in the NFL. And he obviously with his injury and other things is, is, is going to be he, done for the season. And he might even be the number four receiver, yeah. number five receiver. True. <laughs> by the time Stats he's done, by, stats, yeah. Yeah. Uh, people pass him up. But here's the thing. The toe injury itself should not end his career. It's unusual to need second toe surgery. Mm-hmm. It's unusual for a player to not go on IR, miss the time and then have surgery. Doesn't mean anyone did anything wrong. I just don't know the whole story. Right. It's a second unusual situation For involving him. Michael Thomas and the Saints. No blame. I'm just saying it's unusual. It should not, in and of itself, the toe injury affect his career. Okay. Second toe injury. <laughs> Excuse me. However, can you cite any examples of someone who's basically been out of the league for three years that comes back and kills it? It's hard. Can you cite any? I mean, it's not quite completely out of league for three years. I mean, last year he was completely out. Right. This year he played some. The year before he played some before he was hurt. So it's not like completely three-year hiatus. But let's call it a two-year hiatus mm-hmm. in the last three years. How many players return to their old form after two years? This is technically two, three, however you want to count. That's the bigger concern from him. I think of Julio a little bit, but it wasn't like the whole – it was like a he probably played like four or five games in like a two-year span. Remember when he came back to the Titans last year and played like two games and they, you know he had the injury? So he it's coming back to the Tampa Bay, it's been almost like a whole year, but I don't – it's not three years. It's, that's a different way to do yeah, it. And what's Julio doing? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not trying to find a three-year. That's hard. Year three-year. But yeah. I mean, that's just I mean, one I, year. I mean, the, it I shows, mean uh, forget anything else. When Michael Thomas was healthy, 2019, who were the top receivers in the league? Michael Thomas was one of them. Who else was like, oh, my God, this guy's a beast? Julio Jones fell off a cliff. AJ Green. AJ Green Green fell off a cliff. Mm -hmm. Sammy Watkins fell off a cliff. Maybe you can include him, yeah. I mean, yeah. And and yes, Julio's had this injury, that injury. Sammy, is this that? You know, I get that. But father time and other things. And, you know, I mean... I'm not worried about the second toe in and of itself, mm-hmm. but this just Coming pattern back to, yeah, does yeah. not look good or bode well for Michael Thomas being a 1,700-yard receiver, much less a 1,000-yard receiver. He's also had a different quarterback now and the whole thing, yeah. and I get all that. Right. Tough. Well, not exactly three years, but a lot of OBJ rumors heating up. Um, let, I know we've alluded to it and talked in the office about it, but let's just get it on record. What are his realistic chances of playing late this season? Go me to text him and ask him. Yeah, <laughs> right? So Underdog Fantasy has him as a number two pickup to pick up for fantasy this year. People are thinking he's going to play in fantasy playoffs, which is what, week 15 through 17, most leagues? Well, remember what Jake Glazer said. He said he has the opportunity to be cleared medically this week. So that's why all the... Which, what does that mean specifically? Yeah. <laughs> um the jaded side of me says <laughs> the agent told Jay Glazer that to whip up the, the, the market yeah. place. Uh, trade deadline's over. so he's, Trade deadline's he's, over. So he's the number one 
wide receiver acquisition he's the right best now. guy you can get open right now unless yeah. you're saying cole beasley or something you're right not, I mean, but you're not though, no right? i'm just saying who else <laughs> yeah, can yeah, you yeah, get yeah, i mean i mean who else can you get will, will fuller, fuller that's a good option <laughs> okay will fuller but okay well will Fuller. okay that's another like two-year kind of thing too remember he played he didn't yeah. play for a whole year then he had a little finger fracture you i'm saying little because you didn't think much of it and i haven't seen him since that that well, injury so that's why the Odell Beckham chatter is there, but uh, yeah. he's not ready today. Can he be cleared to pass a physical? I mean, look, Tredavious White is on the roster and passed a physical. Healthy scratch. But well, not, not healthy ready, scratch, but yeah. inactive, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, technically healthy scratch, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think he's 100% healthy. Right. But could he do that? Yes. Is he cleared? I mean, this is different ways that you so he takes clearance. a he would take a roster spot if you sign him and keep him inactive every week? Well, here's the interesting thing. Yeah. You could sign him to the practice. That's what squad. I'm thinking. That's what I was, yes. I didn't. So yeah, yeah. that's possible that that happens. Someone says I'm going to sign him to the practice squad, but then the the risk in the practice squad though is you can get poached. Someone can poach him. Yep. Yeah. But sure. uh, my guess is there are potentially some, and I'm not a GM and our contracts guy. There are some ways that you might be able to sign him to a contract with some poison pills. So because, you know, or something, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just speculating there. Yeah. Does he um, want to go on practice squad? Is that like a thing like, you know, Machado, I don't want to go on DL because like that looks like, I don't know, weak to people. He's going to need some ramp up time. Yeah. And and I was joking about texting him. I would never do that to him. And he wouldn't tell me, yep. you know, but mm -hmm. he's been honest on Twitter and DL, like, Last year, uh, I'm, I wasn't ready, uh, you know. You defended because people were kind of like, you know, eating him about it last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's not ready yet. Yeah. Uh, can he be ready for fantasy playoffs? Um, the state of my current fantasy team, I might pick him up <laughs> just as a flyer, <laughs> right? I mean, look, uh, I could – there's a few players I could drop to just to pick him up if he. We were almost available. blew all of our budget on Sam Ellinger on your team, remember? Because so. he had no quarterbacks <laughs> yeah. anymore. Yep. And, uh, although I'm still above the Mendoza line, I'm still at playoff level. You're doing okay. Uh, yeah. I'm not. This, this is the one thing. Oh, Scott ask. Fish. Well, I'm not winning the league. The two-year run is done. My got, it got hard this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went zero running backs. Yep. And finished first in the league. Got knocked out in the second round of the playoffs. Then I went. Zero wide receivers mm -hmm. by luck, by it wasn't a plan. Yeah, and this year, based on my position, I kind of almost went zero quarterbacks. Yeah. We went and Russell Wilson and then nothing else, and that's kind of been a zero. And Russell Wilson's <laughs> been yeah. not good. So yeah, that right. we I mean, that's that's who we were left with. I mean that's why yeah. we did Cooper Cup first. Remember, we kind of yeah, we were where we planned Yeah, we yeah. took Cooper Cup first and everyone else quarterback, 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 but then we got to that level where all the good ones are gone. The run, yep. So we took Cooper Cup, and then on the turn, so we got to get somebody. Russell's going to get be gone in a second. So we got Russell. I've been winning with Justin Fields and Davis Mills the last couple weeks, so it's been ugly. But this week was nice, but don't – I know My son met Davis <laughs> yes, Mills on yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Nice guy. No, Davis Mills doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> he might. Now. Right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Going there, my son is like, I I want to get a Davis Mills jersey. I'm like, no, no. That's why it. you're asking if he's listened to it. I was wondering why. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I respect all athletes, but it's like, buddy, you got a Justin Herbert jersey. You got Mahomes. You got Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, and you got a Mahomes ball. You got, you know. It's that picture, Phillip, right? What, what doesn't look Phillip, what doesn't go here? You know, this, that, the other. You got all this good stuff in yeah. Houston, Davis, but he's like, 
but dad, his name, Davis Mills. I said, yeah, but yeah. if it were Davis on the back of the jersey, I'd get it for you. Better but off buying Jordan Mills. Davis. <laughs> it's Mills. Come on. I mean, <laughs> he was but it's Davis Mills. And then, of course, he met him. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm done. Okay, just buy the jersey. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you were. They didn't have any. No use sizes. They had men's, and mm-hmm. the smallest size was a large, was a huge dress on him. Mm-hmm. And I was a good dad. I said, there's no youth or kids. There's nothing, Davis Mills. How about, do you want a woman's jersey? A woman's small would probably fit you. Such a sly like, move, by the way. I like he, this move. He would not even try it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I get yeah. the tapers different. I get what I mean. He's it wasn't like pink or anything. Like, you're using no, like no, it was just a regular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a, was, but it was in the women's section. He's like, no, I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I was like, okay. So that saved me about $150. Because you got like the $100 hat, though. It wasn't $150. <laughs> yeah. It was $55. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know there was that big of a difference between the flat brim and the curved brim and the snap back. That's changed. The one you saw my dad hat on Sunday was like 15 So there's a big difference between that. I did not know. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was pandemic inflation. That's like $55 <laughs> for this hat? Yeah. All right. I guess it's cheaper than than the jersey. jersey. Yeah. And, and it's a cool hat. I mean... The son has swag. He's got style he more, than, more than me, that's for sure. <laughs> he's <laughs> geared, lot, he's geared sure. up for sure. But I was yeah. just happy that, no offense, Mr. Mills, that, you know, just because he's in San Diego, right? It just would be a disconnect. He did help us to... out. Um, He did not get 209 passing yards on the sick picks. So I I respect him. <laughs> Helps me. Because he helped you. <laughs> helped <Yes>. me look good. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, it gets a beast of the week. Just want to mention that uh, we also got NBA coverage. I know we're full force football, but. Uh, any big names that pop in the NBA, we'll have analysis on James Harden, Pascal Siakam, uh, Cam Johnson, Cam Torn Johnson, Meniscus, Torn yeah. Meniscus. So yeah, you can check out uh, the Pro Basketball Doc tab. Uh, also with John Heffern uh, plugging in for some of those articles as well. So yeah. that's on the website sixscore.com. Former longtime Bulls doctor, right? Part of the Last Dance Michael that, Jordan series. My middle name Tip, is Jordan, so after Michael Jordan. Tipped us off to Lonzo too. It was. I never told yes. you that, huh? Never told no, you. That. Yeah. Well, I thought you were Philadelphia. No, my dad is a huge Bulls fan, like massive. So yeah. he's a front runner. He is a front runner. Yeah. <laughs> he only liked him for he only liked him for the shoes. He wasn't a Bulls fan. He had every Jordan pair though. So did I when I was a baby. But too. here's the thing: you guys don't realize this, okay? Like you guys always accuse me of being old, and there's no question. I make references, and you're like, "What are you talking?" about? I do it about? all the time. I apologize. <laughs> I know you, the references get old, and the new yeah. references I don't know. Like honestly, half the Halloween costumes this year. Oh, that's this guy from. Uh, I'm like, what is that? You're I like what show? Yeah, what, uh, I didn't know. The Stranger okay. Things. Yeah, yeah. Stranger Things. Yep, I don't yeah. know. Whatever. Do you realize the little kids like my son Davis think of Jordan? as a clothing brand cool jump man yep. they don't think of him yep. as the goat basketball player they think of him as a really cool clothing brand the little jump man like he likes the little jump man logo he loves his jordan stuff but it's like a style icon it's not even for the basketball he's like oh he played basketball i mean <laughs> we're approaching like almost 30 years since his rookie years so i mean like we're we're getting so, there so lebron <laughs> shouldn't start his own clothing brand because he's going to become a clothing brand soon that way people remember him just as lebron <laughs> yeah. the actor you know i mean i don't That's know why I mean, moved I mean, <laughs> lebron for some reason um just my observation and I know Michael a little bit because Bulls, I was a junior guy. Eh, right. Not well. I don't have a cell phone number or anything like that. But 
uh, I don't know LeBron at all, mm -hmm. but Michael gets put in the Tom Brady category. The man can do no wrong. LeBron gets put in the more Russell Wilson or he does Aaron Rodgers category. He's not as well liked for whatever right. reason. I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, political actors, who, who knows? But I mean, look, this weekend, Tom Brady released a quote spontaneous Instagram. Oh, I'm driving from home and I forgot my gear. Maybe I can go on the Nordstrom app and get Brady brand clothes. And some guy brings it out and pretends to be this whole mm -hmm. stick. Obviously, it's choreographed. It's a commercial, right? Right. Very corny. Did you hear any blowback? No, no. Russell Wilson did that. He Russell Wilson would get killed. Russell yeah. still gets killed for the, the, the uh, seven different subway. let's ride. Yeah. You know? And the subway commercial Danger too. Witch. Yeah, 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 the subway, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, it's just he gets killed for oh, it. Oh, you're right. right? For it, him, it's the Brady brand. It's like it's branded. But, but he yeah. can yell at offensive linemen. He can break surf. It, he's just passionate. And mm -hmm. look, he deserves it, I guess. He's a goat. But I'm just saying the differences. And it's almost like Michael to LeBron. It's like everything Michael does, everyone loves. And he it turns to gold. And LeBron struggles. Uh, he's still great, and he's still all this. Every one time, Michael, he was on the bench, and he was talking to Malink Monk, and he's like the co-owner of the team, and he like hit slapped him on the face two times because he didn't do something right in the game. And he's sitting behind the bench. He's not. He's like not even part of the coaching staff. I just had no one said anything to him. But you see anybody <laughs> else like slap a player on the bench? It's like I don't know. You're right though. There's some. There's the players in the getting category that you. Don't and I get much. it. Tom's <laughs> built up the cachet. This yeah. that the other, and we talked about going to a wedding and miss i mean yeah i mean imagine if aaron Rodgers did that went to a wedding and missed the team and went separately from the team you're crushing them. i mean yeah on top of winning when it went losing on that week too that, yeah. Crushing that yeah. i mean yeah. i mean poor russell wilson was on the flight and he got crushed for the high knees <laughs> Yeah, to London, you know, rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> even, even a Ravens kicker would make fun of him, you know. Day and age kickers are making fun of you now. Huh? <laughs> kickers are people too. I know, especially he's the best one. So yep. that's okay. Yeah. You know. All right. Basically, we got a something that Doc knows in the office yesterday, the war room. Um, Shane Zostra active for the first time with his brother Brandon Zostra, both activated off the Lions practice squad. Same Shane Zostra, the tight end, caught a uh, touchdown, his first career touchdown in six games. Immediately handed the ball off to Frank Ragnow to spike it, and <laughs> you just thought that was such a such a pro wow. move. And how did, I don't know how he pre-planned that. Did he expect to catch his first touchdown? That was his only catch of the game. That yeah. was planned. <laughs> no uh, other involvement. Yeah. No, I I think it was very spontaneous. I don't know yeah. what sort of special relationship he has with Frank Ragnow. He caught it, and I think he was going to spike it, and he saw an offensive lineman run into him, and he handed him the ball. It's not. It, I mean, first like, of this all, this isn't my touchdown. This is your guys. That's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, and I thought that was kind of a beast spontaneous move. I mean, yeah. the norm. You catch it and you hold on to it. Yeah. And the ball boy <laughs> takes it from you and saves it for you. It's right. your first NFL touchdown, and it goes in the trunk with a piece of tape, and you get it back after the game. You probably don't even spike it yourself. Right. But he handed it someone else to spike. Uh, I love if there's a beat reporter, maybe I'll – that knows what's going Dave on. Burkett yeah. Say, yeah. Did he get that ball back? I mean, that would be my question. I, so. I mean, did the ball boy go get that spike ball and get it for him? Maybe. I mean, uh, the equipment I'll, guy. I always thought LT, when he scored and gave it to the ref, I always thought that was a beast move. I think that's just so, like, nonchalant. Yeah, but, yeah. 
I know it's LT, yeah, but I think like that's like that's a cool way. Cruise. That's a cool way to do it, though. Just like oh, this I mean, is, I do yeah. this every day, but he I mean, doesn't, right? So he does, does not, not do this no. either. Every day. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like you eating a hamburger for lunch. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> you no need to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a routine. Yeah. Uh, and for those who don't know, that's all he eats. He yes. doesn't eat. He's only kid food, yep. right? Yep. So yeah, I mean, it's pretty routine for LT to just hand it to the referee. No, absolutely, but. I thought that was a pretty beast move on on uh, his part. Now, what if he handed it to his brother? On is he great? His brother yeah. wasn't on the field, but that would have been great. Yeah, his brother's on the other team. That's what I was saying. He was yeah. He probably no, the been... same team actually. Was he the same team? Both on the Lions. Both on the Lions. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then, then he could have. Then could have because if he was on the other team, it would have been taunting. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, don't do that one. Don't do the other one. That'd be great. <laughs> Runs over, just hands on the ball. Here you go, brother. Uh, the uh, touchdowns for you. That'd have been better. Now, who's the older brother? I don't know that. That would be the ultimate taunting move. What position does his brother play? Brandon is the older one. Yeah, the the uh, wide receiver. So yeah. wide receiver is Brandon, the older one. Tight end is Shane, the younger one. Oh, so the younger one shows up the older one by giving him the ball. That's, oh, that would be awesome. Be... Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're on the same side. That'd be that'd be pretty good. The other one that I'd, I'd say is what we mentioned earlier. Robert Ursay on his Twitter announced the firing. Yeah, Jim Ursay. Yeah, Ursay, yeah sorry, Robert. Jim yeah. Ursay. That's. I mean, I don't even think Jerry Jones would do that. He's a special yeah, guy. We we talked earlier. We talked the preseason about his cold Zamboni and press <laughs> conference on that. So yeah, and his his uh, free concert with his own band. So he's he's an interesting dude. Yeah, he's like best friends with John Mellencamp. He's a he's a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, right. he's got the the best uh, guitar collection. Like personal guitar collection ever, something like that. I don't know. I'm making up, making stuff up. But he, he does like have an extensive yeah. guitar collection. Yeah, in yeah I guess he knew what he wants. I just, I mean, I mean, I've just always been a big fan of owners own, coaches coach, GMs evaluate talent and draft and build rosters. Frank I mean, Reich might turn around and get another job soon. I don't think he's that bad of a coach. Well, he has a choice. I mean, he got a contract extension, True. right? He's going to get paid, so he could take some time off if he wants to. Yeah. So Doc Rivers could have too, but he chose to die back into the Sixers. So, <laughs> can you? I want him to leave. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for uh, watching and following along, having some fun here. Midterms. What, what was the final record of our midterms? Did you oh, count? I did not count. I was I was looking at something. I wouldn't want to say that uh, Zilstra scored 54 touchdowns in college. So he scored a lot in college. So Minnesota State? Yes. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's not college. Yeah. <laughs> it's Maybe not. that was his move in college. Though. Well, that's research. I mean, he was playing teams like Slippery Walk and Upper Iowa. So <laughs> do, do the grade real quick yeah, yeah, yeah. and just say like like Kittle's a loss because he's under the 50% mark, right? Okay. So just go by the 50% mark. In, in terms of the totals and, and, and run through the grades. And anyone who's under the 50% line will call it a loss because we're at halfway and anyone is over. We won't, you know, uh, like CMC will be a loss, although I think he's going to get the 800, right? Uh, now that he's back with a team that's trying to win and do stuff. Using fingers and toes? I am actually. <laughs> you gave him a pop quiz right in the middle. I eight know. And, eight and five eight totals and, five. and props together. Okay. Yeah. But that's not counting the plus 240. And no, not the, the free stuff. The, free, no. the yeah. other the other stuff. Eight and five. Eh. Just okay. Yep. But the I futures, feel, that's not bad. 
Yeah, it's just okay. I mean, yeah, it's better than five and eight. It's going to win you money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think some of those actually, actually, I think we're in a good spot on some of those too. There's two that I counted Vi- as Vikings no that could go count. over too. Yeah. I think Vikings win the division free pick. Yeah. Two, plus plus two they said a free pick didn't even add yeah. in there. Yeah. That doesn't add in there. But also, I, I, you know, I don't mind that Kittle and CMC, even though they're behind. Yeah. And that's that what would, I'm saying. There's at least two to three that are in the loss uh, that could the, be. The only one that's just horrible is the giants <laughs> yeah uh, the eagles to win the nfc actually missed that so i can make that nine and five that's pretty oh, close yeah. yeah there you go whatever uh, now whatever yeah. We, no, no, yeah. all good midterms only that doesn't count i mean horseshoes and hand grenades no grades yet. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we you got to get it to the end too yeah. early all right thanks for joining us pro football doc podcast sports injury central sicscore.com hopefully you're enjoying some of the other content i'm having fun with my uh twice a week with rich gannon and then uh jim rome yep podcast and ross uh, was just here ross tucker's great we'll go do more stuff with uh him um having fun i think you said yeah bring more guests in the office i mean sure but it's a scheduling thing yeah no definitely (laughs) their schedule our schedule usually uh, people are busy on football sundays so yeah yeah so it's just a scheduling thing Mm -hmm. but i do think it's fun to have in the office i think uh, so uh guys in the office you have a good rolodex i think of people you know even though you don't think you're famous we think so (laughs) <laughs> he's they make him uncomfortable on the command spot. <laughs> commanders play monday so uh, norv might be free oh well, there you go. go we'll have norv come in yeah. on uh on uh on sunday no uh they're probably just uh 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 you know rooney ruling me for as an asian guy and <laughs> oh there you go <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know i mean whatever i mean i honestly i don't i try not to bug people yeah, you yeah. Know? you do and seem like that. Yeah, I, you don't. I, I mean, I don't know. They, I try not to bug people, so maybe when I do ask about something, they're always been pretty nice. And yeah. let me tell you, all the media people that I've met—they've been super nice. And, mm-hmm. and uh, if you go look at our an Apple Podcast and a list of guests, I, I would say we've pretty much good. had yeah, pretty much uh, almost all the big guys. Anyways, mm-hmm. all right, we'll stop babbling and uh, yes. check out your fantasy. What do you guys call it? The another football show. Another, another football fantasy show. football show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, I hear people winning stuff by uh, listening to that. So against that's us, good. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doug's using it against us yeah. in DFS. Oh yeah. Yeah. He even tells us afterwards. Like, by the way, your podcast awesome. Want me money against you? <laughs> so you don't listen to your own advice? Oh, we do. I just maybe not as much. We yeah. got too much of our own advice. It's bounced around in the head too much. So. Yeah. It's hard to follow. I see way too many numbers. Yeah. So he takes that this from you and this from him. Yes, yeah, exactly. And then, and we what, trip ourselves up because we think we're right about everything. He uses it right. <laughs> he has a tool belt, and we're one of them. So one of the pieces. So it's good. All right. Uh, midterms over. Thank you. Monday night football tonight. Saints are the healthier side. Then we'll roll into uh, interesting game on Thursday and on to week ten. Uh, thanks for watching and listening. <laughs>